Oh, that's not bad. So I have three classes, and they're each like an hour and 15. Yeah. So I have one at 12.30, and then another at 2, and then the next one at 3.30. Yeah, my uh, Monday night class, I'm so glad. It's like the professor's pretty cool, so it makes a three-hour class not so boring and, like, tiring. Mm-hmm. Because dude's a three-hour... I feel like a three-hour class during the day would be much worse than yeah. at night. I don't know why. Just That's how I feel. I feel like it's just, like, a different setting. Well, it's like, if you do it during the day, it's just in the middle of the day. Like, mm-hmm. right at night, it's like, well, if I was home right now, I'd just be watching TV anyway, so... Yeah. But I'm learning a, a ton in that class about, like, uh, nutrients and stuff. Like, mm. nutrition. There we go. Okay. Yeah, he was talking... We Last night, we calculated our uh, basal metabolic rate. And then our, um, well, that's it. So I was like, you know, what do we need for each day for like calories and stuff? And like, what of each calorie you need? How many grams? I think mine was like, I need, twenty four hundred calories a day, which seems high. Maybe it was seventeen twenty five. I mean, isn't like. 2,000 is supposed to be like the average. 2,400 is for you to stay, for me to stay at the exact what I'm at now. 1,700 was for me to like be alive. Like so just your, like the bare your, minimum? Yeah. So that is 1,700 is, a, is <clears> the, like if you're just awake, you need at least that many calories to. Dude. It's crazy. Like unless you're dead, your body always has calories. It's like the second your body has zero calories, like true zero, all your cells will immediately die. Dang. And sometimes when cells die, they just, they didn't get, a f- which happens, you know, every second. But mm. yeah, it's crazy. It was like I needed 1,300 grams of carbs every day, 72 grams of protein, and 80 grams of like lipids or fats, you know? Wait, and how did you calculate that? It was uh, carbs need to be... Was it like per pound of body 50 weight? 50% of your daily caloric need. And then, so, and then carbs and proteins are four calories per gram. So it was like 30% of, 50% of 2,400 was 1,300 calories. Or some, I don't know how that work. 300 and something grams of carbs, not 1,300 grams. Um, but it's like, you know, 1,300 calories is 50-something percent of 2,400 divided by four is like 300 grams. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, it makes sense. But then it's like, well, you can't eat like, those are carbs, but like dirty, you can't do like dirty keto your yeah. whole life. <laughs> you'll, yeah. you'll die from that too. Then he's like, how much do you think, uh, he was talking to me, he's like, how much do you think 72 grams of protein is? Like, like what size? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, that's it right there. It's like a piece of chicken that size. That's all you need uh, for yeah. the whole day. And he's like, you don't need, <laughs> he told the whole classes, you don't need any supplements. So you never, ever need more than 
than what your daily need is. They can kill us all, all the supplements. Well, it it depends. So, (laughs) like, not really like protein supplements and stuff, you know, but like vitamins. If you take too much of any vitamin besides vitamin B and vitamin C, you can literally die. Like vitamin B and C, you can take as much as you want. You'll never, Mm. your body will just get rid of it. But like D... A and stuff and, and what is vitamin A like what is, <laughs> I don't know I'm just naming letters <laughs> I know that like I know that like I've always heard of vitamin D but like what's I know vitamin A, a helps eyesight D is like a <clears throat> um, you know bone health and also helps your mood okay so like if you're going to like Washington people are in vitamin D supplements there but also like you shouldn't take that supplement I mean if you have to take it like you're de- actually deficient, you're not eating right then. Yeah. So you shouldn't take, and he was saying you shouldn't take any supplements unless your doctor prescribes it and they've done blood work and they found out what you're actually actually deficient in. Mm. Except for vitamin B and C, you can take as much as you want. Yeah. But, yeah, if you have if you have more than your daily need of protein, it's just turning into fat. Which, I don't know. I don't know. There's two different types of fat. There's brown and white fat. Mm-hmm. So like babies are born with brown fat. Yeah. Oh, everyone is born with brown fat. And people probably like us have more brown fat than we do white fat. And he said, he said brown fat just insulation essentially. It burns off super fast. Isn't white fat's like the actual like fat. It just kind of stays like it's super hard to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. Brown fat's like the type you burn off in your sleep, I think. Mm. <clears throat> Uh, Christina knew someone who they took a ton of protein supplements. So there's like shakes and stuff. And what can happen if you take too much, you can get fat deposits. Mm. So they have like a bump on their neck where there's just fat. Uh. And it's like, and that's kind of genetic too, he said, because I asked him. He said, yeah, that can happen though. It's just because it just turned into fat. Mm. Unless you, you know, actually need it. What I don't understand though is if you work out, you don't need more of it. That's what I've always read on like bodybuilding.com and more almost, like protein. Right. I think, yeah. So you're never like, you're never in, well, according to this textbook in science, I guess, you're never in need of more protein than what your daily need is. So like, I will mm. never, at this metabolic rate and everything, I'll never need more than 72 grams no matter how hard I work out. Yeah. I think isn't that that's based on like how many like calories and stuff you need, right? Yeah. And right. I was like when I was in high school, I was taking Monster Mass, which was like the detergent scoop, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like that's what I was taking. Two hundred and fifty grams of protein, some crazy amount like that. <laughs> Dude. I don't know. I would have that and then with that I would this is when I was like bulking and stuff. So I'd have that shake. That was like an insane amount of protein grams. Yeah. And then along with that, I would have like chicken with eggs and like some toast. Yeah, dude. I would have, I would blend that up and it, it was a big enough scoop to where you had to put it like in a blender and that was mm-hmm. like your cup. And I remember distinctly having chicken, brown rice, some vegetable. And then my drink was that pitcher of that protein. Yeah. And I promptly fell asleep after I was done with all that. 
Honestly, I remember falling asleep with a pitcher in my hand before. Because <laughs> so many calories. It's like 3,000 calories in one shake. Yeah. And then it, I would add on top of that, I'd put like peanut butter and I'd throw like oh, a little bit of uh, vanilla ice cream in there just to add more calories. That's insane. That That's kind of, I feel like that's kind of dangerous. <laughs> so <laughs> like that, that in itself was like its own meal. Well, then I asked him today, I said, you know, last night I was thinking, I asked him how many, I emailed him, I said, how many, like, how do you space these out? If I need this amount in one 24-hour period, how do you, do you do three meals a day? Can you eat one meal and last the whole day? Mm-hmm. And he said, you should break it down into 12 snack-sized meals. I was like, what? What's the difference between that and doing, like, just three meals? I don't know. I'm going to ask him the next time I see him. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming my knee-jerk reaction is to say your body can use it more efficiently. If it's taking that smaller dose at yeah, time. Yeah, as it's needed. Okay, that makes sense. Because, like, what if you're working out and you eat a huge meal? It's like your body's using it, but then you're done. That's, like, the yeah. height of your activity for the day. Yeah. Then you've taken, t- I don't know. Wouldn't that just even itself out over? I don't know. Yeah. I'll also ask him because I'm kind of curious. <laughs> uh, I wonder, like, about like taking BCAAs. It's like the supplement. Yeah, because that doesn't naturally occur in your body. So I'm wondering, like, you need to do um, vitamins or minerals either, but yeah, I'm just wondering, like, how much that helps or hurts. Yeah. Um, but if it's labeled a supplement. Cause I take that too. I stopped taking it because I get like, super bad stomach aches from the flavor. <laughs> that the one I got, it smelled like um, brown, like really rotten brown sugar. Mm. Anyways, um, I have like a uh, a sweet tea one. It's kind of gross. <laughs> They're all gross. Yeah. If it's labeled supplement, if it's labeled as a supplement that makes claims on like improving your function, the FDA doesn't. Does not have to, does not need FDA approval. Mm. So, like, if you know, if you have a vitamin supplement, anything could be in there. They don't have to report that's anything. crazy, too. Yeah, <laughs> so they're not regulated. Yeah, which is just insane. And then we're he was telling us last night, it's today, Tuesday. Yes, yeah, it's Tuesday. He was saying he opened the open lecture with a true or false question is it true or false? Um, being overweight is healthy. What would you say? No. I put false. Well, okay. Sorry. I that was my first initial reaction now that I'm Mine too. thinking was, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because what also what um dictates what's overweight. Exactly. So I was like, mm, I'm gonna go with false though too, because it could be like a trick trick question. <laughs> mm. And um <clears throat> He said it was true. He's like a study in Dutch. Hmm. A Dutch study found that overweight people, so there's four levels. There was underweight, normal weight, overweight, and morbidly obese. Yeah, I see. That's unhealthy. So he said Wait, over in a study, overweight people died, were less likely to die from weight-related illnesses than normal weight people were. And he's like, why do you guys think that is? We're like, uh, your kidneys have more insulation. Your organs, like, you, you're at the. I was like, maybe you're at the function. You're at the point where you can function normally, without you know over exhausting your body, 
But if you needed to, you can go longer than a normal weight person. But it came down to the reason that they're healthier is because there's more health care provided for overweight people and earlier detection. Hmm. So it wasn't anything to do with nutrition or actual health. It was just they uh. live longer because they're watched more closely. So it's like, you know, people, you know, he's like, that's why you have to read the studies because, you know, people throw it out there and say, you know, it's okay to be overweight. It's like, well, you'll live because we have modern medicine, but it's not It's, it's not, not a good. healthy lifestyle to live. Yeah. Whereas, like, I remember seeing those. I know, I, I'm pretty sure they're all thrown out now. Like those height to weight uh, mm-hmm. sheets mm-hmm. that, like, if you're this height, you're this weight, and that meant you're healthy and everything. That's always a factor into. That's part of the equation in your finding your basal metabolic rate. So it does matter, but it's like I but think those like charts were too specific, though. Oh yeah, like saying if you're, I don't know, I'll take like a random number, like five seven. The specific number that you had to be to show that you're healthy was like. I'd say like 170 or 165 or something. Dang, I must be underweight for 5'11 then. <laughs> See, like... How much do you think I weigh? Um, I'd say 175, 170. 160. Dang, really? I've... I've When I was in high school, I weighed 140. I was this height. Height or height? Height. I was this height. Everyone always guessed... I was 170. I don't, do I look 170 always or something? Cause even though I was 20 pounds lighter, people are like, oh, 170, which is kind of nice because I wanted to be bigger. <laughs> so I had that perception, I guess. Uh, how tall are you? <clears throat> I would say that you're probably like 6'1. 5'11 and three quarters. You are? Mm hmm. With no shoes on. You're taller With than me, aren't you? With shoes on. No, I don't think so. I thought you were. With these shoes on, I'm probably six foot. Now with my boots on, I'm I'm at least six one. Every time it's funny, every time I see people, and I'm because sometimes I'll come to church, I'll come right after work or something. So I have my boots on and they have like a heel on them. Mm-hmm. Or come home to Christina sometimes. She's gotten used to it now. But for the longest time my family'd be like, Oh my gosh, you've grown. I'm like, no, I just have my boots on. It's so funny. It makes me feel manlier. Uh, I just say I'm six foot. So do I. I'm pretty but sure if that if I'm like, with Christina, she'll like make fun of me and say I'm not. But I am 5'11 and three quarters though. Yeah, like I've been <clears throat> measured at 5'11 and also at six foot barefoot. So I just say I'm six foot. I've been measured at six foot too because like some nurse, it's like you know to get a physical. Mm-hmm. Something like, oh, you're like 5'11, three quarters, 0. 0.03 centimeters and two cents. Yeah. And someone like, oh, you're six foot. Yeah. Quarter of, a, quarter of an inch shy. I wonder if I can stretch myself out and be six foot. Get on an inversion table. You think that would work? I can go to space. <laughs> That'd be an expensive journey just to be one inch taller. <laughs> but you like, okay, a lot of overweight, like what defines overweight is for common people is like media perception. Mm-hmm. Remember my freshman year of college, we, I took a health class. And he said, you see like all these, you know, celebrities or like super fit women and everything. They're actually, if they're super skinny, 
they're actually at a very unhealthy body fat percentage. Like if you can see your abs on, on men or men or women, I'm sure it differs a little bit. Like men, you can see your abs even a little bit, then you have less than I think ten percent body fat, and you have like really defined like Arnold abs. You know, mm-hmm. it's like three percent body fat. Yeah, and the, your average male needs to be at between seventeen and nineteen percent body fat. And so for women, like it's, you know, around 10 to 12% to see abs, but they should be at 24% body fat mm-hmm. just genetically because they're, you know, they're yeah. built to carry children and stuff. So, so like the media, media wants women to be like on, at a super unhealthy body fat percentage, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like who comes up with that? I don't know. Who says this is right? This is what we want. It's a patriarchy. <laughs> and how come there's like no I guess there well I think there's starting to be a perception of what men should look like too like you see the common like oh I'm not even gonna you know look in the same direction as a man if he's under six foot mm-hmm. that's about it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah also dad bods are in yeah <clears throat> Married women love dad bods. <laughs> I'm serious. You know what's funny? Hmm. Is my dad gets hit on a lot. Really? Like, my parents, they went to Vegas one time with, I don't know, or maybe they were like on work trips and stuff. My mom's like, I'm tired of hearing all these comments about like how good looking you are and everything <laughs> and. And she's not like insecure or anything, but she's like, it's so annoying because like, she's like, she like my dad, he's like, oh yeah, I look good and everything. So she's like, I'm so annoying. It's so annoying because they just fuel your ego. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so funny though. Like my dad getting hit on like that. <laughs> Have you been hit on in front of Caitlin? Or flirted with? Mm-mm. It's awkward. Have you? One, one time. Well, sometimes we'll be at Starbucks and like Christina's like, oh, that, that cashier was flirting with me. I'm like, I didn't notice anything. See, honestly, I get so oblivious that. <laughs> yeah. And she gets mad at me. I'm like, I didn't, I'm just ordering. I'm a nice person. I like to smile. I'm kind. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I know. I'm too polite to like, to get away from me. Yeah. I've. <laughs> I've learned to be like just super monotone. Yeah. But we went to the movies one time. Were you there at my parents' house when I told the story? I think you were. Anyways, we went to the movies and um, I um, got a, a beer at Galaxy in Riverbank. What was the shout out segment <clears throat> called that we decided? Plug a place. Plug a place. Galaxy Riverbank with the super comfy seats <laughs> and the really big beers. And if you're going with your mother in law, have your mother in law buy you one. I guess she told Christina later, like, tell Jacob not to buy those anymore because they're expensive. <laughs> anyway, so I was there, and, and the lady asked for my ID. And um, she handed it back. And as Christina was walking back up, she's like, oh, you have a, a really nice smile. And I was like, <laughs> thanks. And I put my arm around Christina. And I was like, oh, no. But Christina was fine about it. She doesn't get, like, mad at me. She just doesn't like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has anyone hit on Caitlin in front of you? 
they see my mustache and they notice that. <laughs> like, oh, she, she's dating a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about, okay, Grime Shine, right? That's what we're calling that one too? Yeah. We missed an episode last week. Yeah. <laughs> or no, when this comes out two weeks ago. Yeah. My bad, all right. I forgot to edit it, post it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to our thousands of listeners. Look I'm not going to pay this week because we didn't run our ads. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're starting, by the way. So, so yeah, I was wondering that. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, we're, I guess we're starting. We're going to start rolling in. Um, or we're continuing our ASMR podcast. Yep. Taco Bell. I'm almost done. <laughs> nice. Um. So I, <laughs> I texted Garrett. I said. Garrett, what are you doing today at 5.30? And if you tell me you're working, I'm going to smash my hand with a sledgehammer. <laughs> and he says, he said, um, get ready to not have a hand. I work from 12 to 11 p.m. <laughs> and then I sent him this. <laughs> it's a video of me like about to hit my hand with a sledgehammer at work. And he's like, why? I'm like, dude, why do you think? I'm trying to get you to podcast for like decades. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> if we want to, well... I guess we can't really catch him in the morning either because he sleeps until, I want to say like 10-ish, 10.30. Yeah. Just because he has to get up and go to work and then gets back at 11.30, 12 almost. That sounds like it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Does he like it? I think so. He likes the company because yeah. they're really about their employees. They about that. Mm-hmm. They about them employees. My plug of place, uh, Pilot Flying J. Uh, truck stop. Yeah. Go get your gas there. <laughs> Go get your gas there. <laughs> um, maybe we can get him in the winter. Yeah. When you are out of school and we have like, well, your work's probably going to put you back on morning shifts. If I want them to. Don't let them. We'll do like one... We'll do one podcast like at 2 a.m. when Gary gets back home. That'd be funny. Or we can have him uh, come on a hood cleaning job with us. And I feel like he wouldn't make it. He would hate it. <laughs> I want Tim to come with us one time. <laughs> and by the way, he's just randomly in Alaska. Tim? Yeah. <laughs> we, I saw we uh, so our friend Daryl, he texted our group message. And he's like, hey, guys, can we all just get Snapchat so, like, we can stay up to date on, like, life and, like, get videos and stuff? And we're like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So we have a, a friend's Snapchat now. And literally, they're my only friends on Snapchat besides, like, my mom, I think. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> he sent us a snap on a plane to Alaska. <laughs> like, dude, what? <laughs> what are you doing there? And then he sent us another one, like, him just, like, sitting with a cup of coffee and a computer. And I was like, dude, what? He's like, I'm at a conference. I'm like, who just goes to a conference in Alaska? That'd be fun, though. It would. Yeah. It rained Monday. Mm-hmm. Terrible day to be an almond farmer. <laughs> the worst. Shut us down the whole day. Because you can't really? pick up the nuts when they're wet. Mm. So we were supposed to finish on Saturday. This coming Saturday. We probably won't finish until Tuesday next week. Which is fine. It's not a big deal. But. Dang, but yeah, the fact that one day, like, 
put you guys yeah, back. Yeah, so what? It rained Monday. We were picking up. Yeah, we we're picking up in about eleven o'clock. Started raining, so we just stopped. Like, yeah, I mean, it'll it'll pass, but it rained way more than we expected it to. Mm-hmm. So we stopped at eleven, and we're gonna start again tomorrow morning. Yeah, one day. But I was like, I was so excited to be done this week. But it's fine. I also, <laughs> I also like it. I feel like you would like it out there during harvest. Let me come work with you guys. I'm always trying to make money. Drop out of school. Don't tempt me. <laughs> what are you doing Saturdays? I mean, we're going to be done, so. <clears throat> Saturdays, I work 7 to 3. Yeah. I work 6 to 3 trying to drag out harvest so I don't have to go back to hood cleaning. <laughs> hey, I'm putting 100% of that money that I make into my savings. You rich yet? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> rich as I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, I would spend that immediately. That was like, that was like extra money for me. We're going to be junior partners, which means nothing for us. <laughs> it means if we get hurt, it's on us. <laughs> That's literally all it means. I'm like, oh, thanks. Hey, we get to say that we're partners. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, I, I think it'd be cool to um, do that and like have just us three be partners and people work for us. Yeah, it'd be cool like, once it gets, like, if it gets to that point. I hope it does, but... That's why, yeah, but if it doesn't get to that point, dude, I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, you don't want to do... You got to go into your career at some point. I mean, I guess you could always do when, uh, hood cleaning, but... Yeah, I mean, like, on the weekends? I wouldn't want to. I don't know. It was a lot more fun when it was, like, you and I, for me... When it's just my dad and I, it's just so depressing and like, it's slow. It feels <laughs> like I don't feel good about myself <laughs> when it's just us two, you know? I feel weird, especially the last time I did it. I got really scared because I listened to my favorite murder. <laughs> so I don't know. I just feel weird about it. Yeah. You're going when we do Snow White though. <clears throat> I'm going when we do Snow White? The guaranteed. Is it still dirty? It's coming up. See, I want to do like, like, Dad, give me a section of town. I'll, I'll take downtown. I'm getting there now because their hoods are clean. I, you know, I like to do too. I don't know. I haven't done it. I'm, I'm sure it's not as laborious, if that's a word, <laughs> labor intense as doing hoods, but um, pressure washing the sidewalks. That's what he does for <clears throat> the KFCs. Have you done the machine yet? Mm-mm. Does it look hard? No. Like to push? See, I would love, I could do that all day downtown. Well, being a little unconservative, but I would enjoy that job. Too, I can get on a, set up an Instagram where it's like, um, there's a subreddit called Power Washing Porn. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> nice, like power washing, and it's just like a totally different color. Mm-hmm. People do art with it, mm-hmm. power washing. Yeah, there's, um, um, have you heard of Ink Master? Mm-hmm. Like the show? 
They did a, a challenge where they had to power wash the side of People a... People with tattoos off? No. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, like, the side of semis. Not semis, but, like, the trailer. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was all black, and they had to, like, power wash it. Wherever they power washed it, it turned white. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I'm going to cut these long silences out. <laughs> I saw one guy too power washing a roof. And you have that, it was a tiled roof or roof if you're like over 50. <laughs> um, and it was like the, the thing my dad uses for the sidewalks, but it was mm-hmm. a square. <clears throat> and um, the guy's at the top and he just had, he was just pulling the hose. So he's letting it down and then pulling the hose back up. And then moving it over and letting it down and pulling it back up. And it was pretty cool. Then there's funny ones on that subreddit where it's like they're pressure washing something. And then someone, like, it's they're pressure washing a stool. And then someone kicks a stool and then puts a new one there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Reddit. Ugh. <clears throat> I'm ready. I did. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for winter. I knew you were going to say that, too. October 31st hits. Dude, it's like go time. Like, it's already Christmas. Not much to do. Nice and relaxing. School is easy because I have three classes and they're all online, except for that one. Whatever. That's it. I just get to enjoy the weather. And that's it. I work outside. <laughs> that's the time of year where, like, the guys go on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so, technically, I'm on vacation. They're not there. There's not that we don't do anything at work, but it's just like slow, meaningless work almost. <clears throat> so, like, I'll go do something for a couple hours and I'll just sit out in the cold, dew dripping off the trees, reading my Kindle, smoking my pipe. My favorite time of the year. Favorite time, or or I'll mow, you know, <laughs> down the rows, mm-hmm. and I'll <clears throat> I have the the mount for my phone. Download a couple of Office episodes, <laughs> throw that sucker on the on the windshield of the tractor to watch Netflix and mow. Yeah, it's a life. <clears throat> the uh, I think it was last night. Yeah, so after raining and everything, uh, I left my window open overnight. (laughs) That was amazing. Felt so good. What? I left my window open overnight. It was a little cold in my room. Oh, I thought your car window. No. I felt like your car car got rained on. No, my bedroom window. Sorry. Mm. When it's raining... Christina loves to open the windows and she likes how like the mist feels on her face. (laughs) And her whole pillow is like damp (laughs) when she wakes up. But she loves it. Yeah, I love sleeping. Like I'll sleep with my window open, my fan on in the winter. I love it. Before Christina moved in, 
in the winter, the warmest it would get in my place was like 57. Really? Because I was like, I'm not turning this freaking heater on. I got plenty of blankets and sweatshirts. Yeah. Just get a heated blanket. If I get really cold, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> and so <laughs> when I would leave in the morning, I'd come back from work and there'd be a, there'd be a wet spot on the stairs going up to our place. I was like, oh, she turned the she turned the heater on when I left. <laughs> or like, I'll leave for the gym and I come back and change, and and there's a wet spot. And it's like, are you turning the heater on when I leave? She's like, yeah. Well, as soon as you close the door, I turn the heater on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mom. <clears throat> so when she was driving the expedition, um, she had a heated blanket because there's no heat in that car. The blue one, the old blue one? Yeah. You um, don't have that anymore, do you? No, we sold it. Um, yeah, there was something uh, There's something up with the AC. And so basically they had to rearrange it. And I only had AC in that car when I, it was, that happened when I was using it. And so I had no heat. And like. That's better than no AC though. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have no heat than no AC. But, like, uh, yeah, like, every day when I went to A period, I was, like, freezing. Yeah. So I'd be wearing, like, sweats and a sweatshirt. And then once I get into the gym and we start, like, warming up, I'd take it off. But uh, my mom, when she had that car, uh, <clears throat> she had a heated blanket. <laughs> but it had the... Uh, like the car charger adapter. So that's what? how she was able to plug it in. That's, that's cool. I've never seen that before. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about the cold <clears throat> is like um, in the office at work, I'll be typing and stuff, and my fingers get so, mm. and my, specifically my pinkies, they get like so cold. And it takes so much to warm them back up. That's my only complaint. It's not really even a complaint. I do this year want to get one of those things. That's a face cover. So, like, it's around your neck and it comes up to, like, your, oh, yeah, your nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's what gets the most cold is, like, like right below my nose and stuff. Yeah, I think we... Maybe the mustache will solve that, though. Oh, yeah, keep it warm. <laughs> um, I think we, we sell those at Dick's. Because um, I know that we did for sure up in Idaho. Because yeah. we had, like, a lot of, like... Snowboarding helmets, goggles, and like balaclavas and stuff like that. And what? <laughs> balaclavas. Balaclavas? <laughs> so, balaclavas, yeah. So basically it's like a it's a ski mask, pretty much. Huh. But you put it over your head and it just like comes up. You could put it like up to your nose. That's or, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Balaclava. Um, yeah. The balaclava goes over your head too. So basically you just have like like it's a little slit for your eyes. Okay. Um but I know like I know the one that you're talking about too. The one that just goes around your neck and then you I'm bring gonna, it up. I'm gonna Google half balaclava. <clears throat> I forgot what they're called. I think they're just called like neck something. I don't know. But um Yeah, I, I have one for um snowboarding. You snowboard? I did a little bit, like a tiny bit when I was Younger, and then when I went up to Idaho, um, <clears throat> I did a little bit more, and then I finally got my own gear. 
So I'll probably go like up to Dodge this winter. Or see what other Dodge. I don't know what other mountains there are around here. I can't think of any right now. You can go up to the Sonora Foothills. Snowboard there for like three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <clears throat> Some girl just died up there uh, yesterday. From what? For today. Um, I think it was last night. She was riding, she was a passenger on a motorcycle. And they, the uh, motorcycle driver, dri- driver, driver, they think was uh, under the influence, and he crashed, and he lived. That always happens, dude. The people that yeah. are drunk are the ones that live. <clears throat> yeah, it's because they're the most limp. Yeah, and they always just like sling around like a dead fish. Yeah, that's what saves them. It's when you tense up. That's when you get hurt. I've always heard like if you had a person that was awake driving, a person that was. And the passenger's on the phone texting, and the person behind the driver was half asleep, and the person, another person, the fourth person was fully asleep. From like driver, passenger, rear passenger to fully asleep person, it'd be like the worst injury to the least, mm. because it's less and less tense. Yeah, I've trained my body. By the way, <laughs> every time I'm like, you know, you know, like you almost hit someone, like your body tenses up, and you get like that adrenaline rush. Yeah. I don't know how I did it. I think I did it subconsciously, but I trained my body to really relax when that happens. So like every time that happens, I don't tense up. I just, I just, you know, automatically, um, what do they call that? Instinctively take a deep, like take a deep breath and like, like slouch down almost. It's really weird. I don't know if I could do that. <clears throat> so like when I got my car accident, I, this is like two years ago, I think now. The only thing I did that wouldn't be considered tensing up, I think, was I threw my arm in front of my face to stop my face from hitting the steering wheel. Mm. But it wasn't like a... Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> my arm hurt so bad after that. <laughs> you don't realize how, how much of an impact is that it happens at 35 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, dude. I went to work the next day, and I went home at half day because... Like I couldn't hardly stand stuff because you you get in an accident and you feel fine. Like yeah. I didn't feel like there's n- I felt like there's nothing wrong. Like my arm <clears throat> hurt kind of looks like I just hit it. Yeah, because the adrenaline. Is that why you think? Mm-hmm. Dude, the next day I was like, oh, I feel like I got yeah. hit by a well a car. <laughs> <laughs> like my whole back hurt. My neck was okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to the doctors though, and they uh, they took X-rays. And they gave me uh, 600 milligram ibuprofen. Dang. What is in my car right now, actually? <laughs> um, not that I take it. I'm supposed to drop it off at Walgreens to recycle. But it's still good. It's not expired. I mean, it's expired, but I heard ibuprofen doesn't expire. Really? Yeah, there was a, there was a study <laughs> I found that tested <clears throat> drugs that were expired. Mm-hmm. Almost none of them had changed at all. Mm. But... Because they're regulated, they have to have an expiration date. Yeah. Um, anyway, 600 milligram ibuprofen and my muscle relaxers didn't. They didn't work. <laughs> At least some. What are muscle muscle relaxers supposed to do? Huh, relax your muscles. Like, what does that feel like? <laughs> I don't know. It's like I feel like relaxed right now. Would my muscles be even more relaxed if I had relaxers? I, I don't know. Why are our headphones not on? I don't know either. I don't know if I want them on either, though. 
Mm. Actually, you know what? For what we paid for these, they better be on. These so are three hundred <laughs> bucks each. Whoa! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so you like you look behind me, and I was like, "Dude, after last <laughs> week, yeah." Okay, so right now we're gonna get to the episode. <laughs> episode starting right now. Um, you went and saw it. Yes, chapter two on Sunday. Now yeah. I watched it for the first time on. It was last week sometime. We we're at my parents' house. Yeah, and I we left, and um, I was like, you know, cause my my wife had homework. I was like, you know, I don't think it was um, it was not as scary as I thought it'd be. I was like, maybe maybe we left at the scary parts, you know. And so I rented it later, and I watched the rest of it. It wasn't as scary as I thought it'd be. No. There's one jump scare that got me, <clears throat> which was, um, you know when they go into the house all together the first time? Yeah. And, um, like, the, the girl has been missing since the beginning of the movie. hmm She's, like, in the room. She's, like, on the ground in the doorway. And she's, like, calling for help and stuff, and she gets dragged away. Yeah. That's the only part I jumped at for some reason. Really? I didn't jump on any of the other parts. Chapter two is way scarier. Is it really? Oh, man. Yeah, way scarier. You know why it's scary, I bet? Because <clears throat> they're adults now and they're scared. Or am I, am I uh, totally wrong? You got to watch it. Are they kids in there, though? They are, though. Yeah. Yeah, there's some scenes. like It'll like flip back and forth and stuff. They are, because I, I saw this article. They uh, CGI de-aged um, the kids. Because hmm. like the kid, um, the one who plays in Stranger Things as well, mm-hmm. he looks way older now. Yeah, in real life, and they uh, <clears throat> they CGI'd him. Yeah, I don't, they actually, I think they did a really good job on picking the adults that they have now because a lot of them actually look like that's how they would look when they were kids. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I think they did a really good job with that. Dude, was it scary, scary? It was, yeah. Did you jump at all? Yeah. Did you cover your face at all? I never covered my face. I I squinted my eyes sometimes. You know what I do? Because I don't want to look like a wimp. Is I don't cover my face, but I don't look at the screen either. Because I'll (laughs) look at the bottom of the screen. I can still see on my peripherals. Yeah. But not enough to, like, scare me. We watched The Visit. Oh, dude, I'm getting chills. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And I, for most of it, I was like looking at the Vizio symbol on the bottom <laughs> of the screen. And I was like, oh, this is scary. And I was actually watching it. Dude, yeah, that like, one was creepy. Mm. Oh, dude. I, dude, I'm getting so scared right now. Like when she starts crawling. Yeah, she pops up in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And that, of course, that was the only part Christina like looked at. <laughs> she looked right when that happened. That's another thing with it is that I feel like they... They know what like really scares people, and so they added a lot of like your typical like what would yeah. make you jump and like what would make you like what what would scare you. Do you think they intentionally Just, didn't uh, do that for the first one? Like they made it less scary. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if they did that or this time they were just like let's like up the ante and just because I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm. I don't think they're going to make another one. So, okay, ask me this. In the first trailer, uh, Beverly, she goes and visits that old lady. 
Uh-huh. And then the, you know, the old lady's it. And it comes like running at her. Do you see what the thing looks like when it's coming at her? Because in the, in the commercial, and it might, it might be in the movie. That happens a lot too. Where they take that out of the movie. <clears throat> but in the commercial or the trailer, um, she comes running out of the kitchen. But all you see is the the back of the legs. And it's like this super tall like something. And it's running at her. Or like stomping at her. No, you don't see like it's true form. But do you see like and then in that scene, do you see what it's what it's shape shifted as? Yeah. Like is there a face and stuff? Yeah. Or do you just see the legs? No, there's a face. Is it scary? Yeah. Oh dude. <laughs> Probably the scariest part in that scene though is when she says, Oh, and my father joined the circus and it's like yeah. that old picture of him, which According to the book, that's not actually like where it started. Hmm. I never um, read the book. Neither have I. It's like a thousand pages. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I, I'm wondering, don't tell me this, and you're not going to tell me anyways because you're a brat, <laughs> but I'm wondering if they changed its origin because the origin of it in the book is like this eternal being which was just a big orange light mm. that got sent to Earth, and, and in one of its truest forms is a big spider, and its arch nemesis is a, is a turtle. Do you know that? So I didn't know about that. No. Yeah, like it's it's the only thing <clears throat> I can like truly defeat it is a big turtle. Mm. So it's like if the devil was an orange light that turned into a spider, and God was a turtle. It's like, yeah. yeah. See, I I knew about like the spider thing, but um. Best because in the first one, I think that's like what he turns into. In the he very never, fir- in the very first one, the old one. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which I that's never. That's why even, I hate clowns. I've never actually seen that whole movie because it is so long. Like well, no, it's a, it's a four episode like miniseries. I, really? It was a TV series. Yeah, it's a. I'm pretty sure it was a four part TV series. First two parts was in their kids, and the second two parts in their adults. Huh. I'm I pretty sure. That. But it's so long. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, but I don't, then I watched like one of the parts, and I fell asleep. And I woke up, and they're still introducing like the main characters. Yeah, and like, like all that stuff. I was like, dude, that clown, uh, Tim Curry's it is the reason I'm scared of clowns. <laughs> I'm not joking, because we would go to like a uh, Target or any store sold movies. Or rented mm-hmm. movies, and the cover, the original cover for that movie, is to this day to me is still terrifying. <laughs> and that is a, that is the reason I'm scared of clowns. I don't know. I don't think I've I'm, <clears throat> I've ever been afraid of clowns. But I'm not like scared of clowns. Like if I there's a clown at a birthday party, I wouldn't be scared. Yeah. But like, like scary clowns, I'm I'm terrified of. Yeah. Um. Um, I think what's his name? Bill Skarsgård, Skarsgård, Skarsgård. The guy who plays it now. Mm. Really good pick. Yeah, they were gonna have. I think <clears throat> the guy that's in. Oh, what's he in? I know he's in Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. He's in. Did you watch that? No. It's a, like an interactive movie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's in. Um, what's that movie with? I don't know the guy's name. 
it's not Bill Hader. It's uh, he was on SNL though. Um, it's with um Jennifer Aniston. Um, and then this guy, but there's like they they pose as a family, and he's actually oh. he's actually like moving drugs. Where are the Millers? We are the Millers. Yeah, you know the, you know the little <coughs> Jason the Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis is the guy's name. Yeah, but the kid in that movie, the guy, the other guy. Oh, he was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, I'm I'm almost certain that he was originally cast as it before. Like I when can they see just that because <laughs> his eyebrows, dude. I was like, oh, that's gonna be scary. Yeah, but yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård <laughs> or Skarsgård? Anyways, I don't know. Bill Billy. <laughs> the uh, what you sent to me on Instagram with Kevin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did it say? It's him, like, dressed as it. Yeah. Oh, and it said something. <laughs> I think. No, I said that to you after you saw the movie, I think. Yeah. Yesterday. Because I, I was. Uh, oh, it's him with his famous bowl of chili. And it <laughs> says, it's probably the thing I do best. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> are you gonna go see it in the in the theaters? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I, I had this crazy idea, insane idea, <clears throat> that I would go see it by myself one day in the movies, like if I had a lunch break or something. I don't know what I was thinking for that second split second. I'm never gonna do that. So it's a scary movie. Christina doesn't want to watch it. She was upset that I made her watch the visit. She's like, you know, I don't like those movies. So she doesn't like watching those movies at all. I love scary movies. I, I like them too. She doesn't like them because she like, she's scared at night just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially we're house sitting for her mom. So yeah. Like Two story house. And yeah, she was kind of, she was scared. <laughs> See, I don't know. It's like things like that. Like I'll be scared in the movie, but then once I leave the theater, I'm like, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, there's some movies where I'm like, I can still terrified after I leave. Yeah, like they'll like come to mind and stuff like that, and I'll be like, yeah, that's really scary. And I start like thinking about it when I'm in like my room or something, and it's all dark. Yeah. But, like, but then like I don't know. Like I can get over it. After we watch it. Um, at my parents' house, we left early. Um, I could not because I had already seen the trailer for number two. I could not get out of my head that song. The um, oh, the da 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 da. I can't do those noise. It does, but yeah. it's like that uh synth type uh sound. Mm-hmm. It's the one that plays when he says hello in the trailer to that little girl. Yeah, dude. I I was I could not get that out of my head. I was playing. I'm like thinking like all the corners it could be hiding in and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, I got to get out of here. But um, the scariest thing that happened to me is we watched, when I was in high school, we went and watched, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's with the lady from, she's in Insidious. She's the mom in Insidious. Um, have you seen Insidious? Mm-hmm. What else is she in? But it's about, um, this lady, she's birthing the Antichrist. Oh. And um, anyways, at the end of the movie, or halfway through or something like that, 
No, at the end, it um, it shows a Bible a verse from First John talking about the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And so when we were in the movie theater, I was I opened my phone to see what the verse said because it didn't say the verse; it just said the the reference. You know, it said First John, whatever. Yeah. Had not had my Bible app open all day. Didn't read the Bible that day. Nothing like nothing like that. As soon as I opened my phone, unlocked it, not when I tapped the Bible app, when I unlocked my phone, my Bible app opened to that verse. That's weird. And I started tearing up in the movie. So I was like, this is God's judgment on me. <laughs> He's going to strike me down when I get home from watching this movie. <laughs> Dude, I was terrible. I was like, I looked like I was crying. Cause, well, cause I was crying because I was so scared. <laughs> Dude. That would be freaky. That crazy. Yeah. It. I'm gonna see if I can find that song. Uh, what do you What do you think is like one of the scariest movies that you've seen? That I've seen. I always say The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. I think it is a Conjuring. Yeah. But like, yeah, The Conjuring probably. I used to be scared of the happening. Oh, because like, dude, what? Yeah, you, would, you wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know if it was happening or not until like it was too late. So every time, like after I watched that, every time the trees would would <laughs> rattle, I'm like, oh no, here it goes. <laughs> but yeah, I think The Conjuring probably. Yeah, that movie terrified me. I think because yeah. you know why? Because I think that could actually like I that could be real. Yeah, that stuff happening. I believe that. <clears throat> I don't know if you start looking like that if you're demon possessed, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And one of the scariest, most unsettling things to me is this happens in the conjuring and paranormal activity is when people, they walk out of room, walk right back in and their furniture is gone or it's mm. all stacked up or like in the paranormal activity in the conjuring, it falls from the ceiling. Yeah. That always scared. Like the, the, the sight of, like, oh, here I am in the refrigerator or I'm in the kitchen. I go in the refrigerator, close the refrigerator door and turn around and everything's gone. Yeah. That is so scary to me. Oh, okay. What would be like your first impression? Like, where would you look first? Like, if you saw that all your... I wouldn't look. I would just run. I wouldn't look anywhere <laughs> because I've seen enough movies to be like, I need to get out like now. What are you looking? What are you going to look for? What are you looking at? I don't know. Honestly, if it happens think, that immediately. I think I would look up. <laughs> oh, dude, no, because that's in the Conjuring. They're in that freaking room, and they're like, "What's happening? Something scary is happening." They have this unsettling feeling, and they look up at yeah. the top of the the, the wardrobe, the wardrobe, <clears throat> and the freaking demon mom is sitting up there, and that yeah. is one of the scariest moments in my entire life. Was seeing because that was the first thing I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna keep my eyes open the whole time. No, <laughs> rock, terrible decision. And then when she's floating over, um, before she actually demon possesses a mom, the demon is floating over the mom. Oh, and like face to face. Oh, dude, yeah, that is scary. She like throws up into her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of throwing up, I'm going to show you this video. I'm sorry I can't show the rest of the world this video, <laughs> but I'm going to show Trent right now. <sighs> and we're back. 
That was funny. <laughs> Why? How do we even get to that? Uh, Watching that video. Anyways, the oh, in the Conjuring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, what was I gonna say? Have you ever seen? Um, <clears throat> I never finished it. I really want to though. The uh, the show uh, Haunting of Hill House or something like that. No, and the reason I stopped. I didn't. I watched the first episode. One is because my brother-in-law, who absolutely is in love with horror movies, said it was the scariest thing TV show he's ever watched. See, yeah, I've, I've and heard his that. friend too, who's like, and not that being a grown man means anything, but they're like both in their mid thirties. Yeah, his friend that married with kids and stuff, and he watched that night, <clears throat> and said he was terrified, like absolutely terrified. Of that show. And so I started watching it and Christina, she's like, I don't feel like right about this. And she's like, I don't want you to finish watching. So I didn't finish watching it, but I don't know. I've seen the first two episodes. He said, and they're like, they're like, Oh, episode number six is like the scariest thing ever. I was like, what's an <laughs> episode number six? I kind of want to finish that though. I know. I want to finish it. I think once I'm done or once I finish new girl, <laughs> I'll probably watch that. That's a good show. New girl. It's funny. Yeah. I'm on the last season right now. Mindy Product's pretty good, too. With, uh, I haven't seen that. Mindy Cowling. Cowling? Calling? Whatever. Yeah. Cowling. Mm. I'm going with it. But yeah, I want to see it, number two. I'll, I'll just rent it once it's on Amazon. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that'll be that. We'll have a watch party. <laughs> we'll buy the rights to the movie, and we'll steal Wool will do a free live stream. Yes. That'll get us on the charts. Oh yeah, that'll get us on charts. Um, any new ghost stories have developed since you? Uh... Mm, no. How has scary movies affected your sleep? Uh, <clears throat> I feel like when I was younger, uh, I, I, I like I would be a lot more afraid. I'm like I don't know <clears throat> now, like not at all. Sometimes I'll have like like nightmares, like scary dreams or like I had a scary dream after we watched the visit. Really? Mm-hmm. About what? Someone in our family trying to, trying to kill us. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Who was it? I don't remember. Uh, it was one of those things where it's like they're in my family, but like, <clears throat> be like don't when I'm know. awake, I don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that, um, so are we going on to the topic of sleep? I know you're going to say right now. Tell me. Uh, is it about faces and dreams? Yes. Yeah. I'm second guess it. Any faces in your dream ever is a face you have seen in life. Yeah. Even if it's at like just a quick glance, yep. you if you see their their face in your dream, you have seen them somewhere. Yeah. In you, life. you can never you can never construct <clears throat> a face that has never existed or you've never seen. That's crazy too. Yeah. That like like you'll you'll never imagine a face like that. Yeah. Like that you've never seen before crazy and i've heard even if it's even if it might be like a combination of faces it still doesn't count it's like you, you never seen a unique face or never yeah yeah it's always pulled from something and that's crazy think of how many different faces <clears throat> you've seen in your dreams yeah but it's like oh that's crazy it sounds limiting but it's also like no that's just how many people are in the world yeah is that you will never see well I want to see what would happen if you took everyone's 
facial features and put them all into one. I want to like, what would that person look like? Interesting. They predict <clears throat> by 2050 that uh, gingers will no longer exist. Yeah, isn't it so, like, oh gosh, I'll be 50 years old. And what they mean by that, I think, is that they, not that all the gingers are going to cease to live at 2050, but like that mutation will be gone. Yeah. But that could have been a satire article. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how, though. Because would we become, what? what's the word when you like, uh, it's like what worms are. What? <laughs> what worms are when like uh, you don't need a male or female to have babies? No, what? we'll never be that. <clears throat> um, I know what you mean though. Um, or you're just talking about like gender, like male, female, gender. Just like, gingers. Gin- gingers. Oh, I just said <laughs> gender. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, I'm no. part ginger. No, 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 no. No, genders aren't going to cease to exist. Hey. I mean, technically, they cease to exist now. There's yeah. so many of them. No, ginger is Oh, I said gender. No. I was like, we're going to start becoming worms. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah ginger. Like, I'm part ginger. people, like, they won't yeah. exist, any, meaning they won't be... By 2050? Born, yeah. I don't know if someone's out to just eradicate gingers or... If it's just a mutation, that will just phase out somehow. I'll make sure that it doesn't. I have that ginger in me. Yeah. What? Like, what if you never produce a ginger baby? Because it's a mutation. Yeah. Well, like, I just, you're, I, you're not, I have, like, red hair. It, like, you have, I, like, a, you have, like, <clears throat> hair that's tinted red, though. It's yeah, like I have a, very, very little. I do have, like, some strands of red hair. But I it's, think like, you're you talking, have to, like, like, carrot top. Yeah. Those types of gingers won't exist anymore. Yeah, and it might like, be better if Keratop just dies <laughs> off at, in 2050. <laughs> that was your first story. Yeah, I think was, he was scary, dude. He was scary. Have I ever? Did I ever show That's you? That's why you're ginger like? now. What if you weren't ginger until he looked at you? I think so. Like slowly, <laughs> like my chin hair started turning like red. I got little strands of he, red hair. He's like the real life it. Oh, <laughs> that's scary. Did I ever show you a picture of him? I know what he looks like. Like, do you know what he looks like now? No. <laughs> Is he any different than he looks like 20 years ago? Yeah. Botox? Um, here, look. Um, what? No, not carrot cake. Oh, that's good. It is good. Oh, yeah, I see Dude, him. Like, he's like buff, too, but he almost looks like a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, his Instagram? Um... What is he known for? I don't. I think he's like, I don't. Okay, he's wearing lipstick in this one. But like, whoa, he's kind of like dude, he's jacked. That looks like a um, a buffed out uh, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on. What is this? Oh, I don't even want to know. It's probably in San Francisco. What is it? Let me see. It's like two naked guys walking. Do you, do you want to see? No. I'll show you. No, I don't want to see that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, How is that allowed? I don't know. I was in San Francisco one time. Uh, I was in junior high, and it was during winter, 
and a whole bunch of naked Santa Clauses came running around the corner. <laughs> they had like that teacher got fired immediately. <laughs> they uh, we're well, we're in the bus. Um, it was in San Francisco. I don't. It wasn't like an official like field trip. Like uh, my, it was like for some play, and like my mom wanted to go to it. But um, so yeah, she organized a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot who was. It was probably uh, Cor- Cornell Cordell. Miss Cordell, yeah, yeah. How she was like really into plays and stuff. Yeah, but um. Yeah, uh, oh, this carrot top's naked in that one. Is he gay? I I would assume so. <laughs> I hope so with all these <laughs> naked pictures this is, he has on his Instagram. This is his bio. It's All I see right now is hearts and rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is he? What is his job? I think he's like a musician or a comedian or both. Maybe he's just alive. That's just, he gets paid for being here. I wish that's how my life was. Like, Can honestly, you imagine? Honestly, if I could get like a camera crew to pay me, or like, oh, not a camera crew, but like a production studio to pay me to let a camera crew just follow me around you my mean, daily life. Like the Kardashians? Life, yes. Yeah. It would probably be super boring. Oh, yeah. But people but, would love it, though. Yeah. I would, I would make my life exciting. Be like, you know what? I'm dropping out of college. And then they're like, yeah, oh, why, wow. Why the heck? <laughs> wow. He's really going for it. He's going against like, the grain. <laughs> which is like what the majority of Americans do <laughs> every day. <laughs> Trenton Brock. Trenton <laughs> Jeffrey Brock going all out. <laughs> He's going against the grain. <laughs> I wake up and say, I look at the camera like a Jim Halpert look. <laughs> I'm not going to work today. <laughs> it's like brown <laughs> commercial break. Yeah, that would be like awesome. They turn like the dumbest stuff into like the biggest drama. Yeah, like Caitlin doesn't text you back for five minutes, and it's just like this huge scandal. Or like I, uh, I have like a piece of toast, and I get butter all over it, and then the jam, and then I drop it, gel or jam side down. <laughs> and you're just like no. Uh, Commercial break. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Because I was gonna go. To like, what if life is actually a Truman Show? <laughs> Have you seen that movie? The Truman Show. Yeah. I want to get paid though. But, but you don't know. Like mm-hmm. right now, what if it was a Truman Show right now? Like someone just watching us? Yeah. It's a simulation. But it's even <laughs> it's even worse. It's even worse. It's just one 80-year-long production. <laughs> I you're going to say like one 80-year-old just watching you. <laughs> That's creepy, dude. <laughs> he just follows you around the whole time. That's creepy. <laughs> There's a movie, I think, where... <clears throat> the security guard hacks into like this family's video system and just watches them and tortures them through with the video system. Ooh. Yeah. The purge was kind of scary for me. Yeah. I actually, I really like those movies. Not because it's like scary in that way, but like <laughs> in that way, but like that, like what if that was real? Yeah. 
Do you think that would lead to less crime? No. You don't think so? No. Because, well, okay. I, I, I feel like it might technically they're wrong in the crime rates because if they're letting people do stuff one day of the year, they're not wrong because they're, they're claiming none of that's crime. <clears throat> yeah. But like, so yeah. So basically I feel like, yeah, crime rates would go down, but wouldn't completely, completely go away because 364 days of the year, it's not like no one's going to go and like steal something or break a window on purpose. <laughs> How do you know until we have a purge? Let's do it. I think it'd be true for people with antisocial disorder. Yeah. Uh, would you participate in it? Absolutely not. Why no. not? Because morally or because like you don't want to die? I'm not afraid to die. Morally. Yeah. Do you think like you would eventually do it? No. I would do what the family does in the first one. Like just have like is, a really good security system. Yeah, walk down the only time I would kill someone is if they, you know, got yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, Cody House, yeah. I'm sorry, am I boring you? No. I <laughs> <laughs> just got back from school. Lectures. Yeah. You know, I you know what I'm jealous of every time we record mm. is the chair you get to sit in. <laughs> I just get I've, to like lounge over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> I've come in before here and like I wonder what it's like to sit here. And I've sat down. And it's like oh, this is like so comfortable. You can you're have like this chair. No, no, no. I like, take the purple chair. You take this chair. No, it's fine. You're like you're like sitting back all the time. You're like <laughs> I I'm take like, my shoes off. I'm in my squeaky like <laughs> office chair. But you look more <laughs> official than I do. Because that's because I have computers around me. <laughs> <laughs> so sleep. Okay, you're going to tell us about sleep. That's sleep. That was your subject today. Yeah. By um, the way, if you're still listening at this point, <laughs> we're gonna we got to get more organized <laughs> with our podcast and like topics and guests. Well, I feel stuff. like we we were organized, and then and then we just ran out of topics for a bit. Yeah. Last week, like we kind of just talked about whatever, and then this week we we kind of have topics. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. Well, we've just been talking a lot about sleep in my psych class, um, and like, it's a hair, and that was not mine. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do you feel like you get enough sleep daily? I know I don't. Yeah, I I know I don't either. <laughs> what is your professor saying? That the average should be for your age. For our age, I think it's like based based on like a chart. Um, the average amount of sleep is like seven hours or so. But what is what does your professor say it should be? I don't know. He hasn't really said like what he thinks it should be. I think he's saying like around at least like around seven hours or so, six seven hours. My professor, I had uh, my favorite one. I had it for three classes. And she told us this in my intro class, my perception class, and my cognition class. Uh, people our age and younger should be getting from 10 to 12 hours of sleep a night. 
especially kids, like high school kids, she said she'd be getting at minimum, like bare minimum, 10 hours of sleep a night. I feel like that's too much. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not, obviously, but like, that's a lot. But think about like, like when you were, did you nap at all when you were in high school? Uh, like, uh, sometimes. Not like all the time, but like. So I, I always napped. And if I put those hours, combine them with the amount of time, amount of time I sleep at night, I would sleep minimum of 12 hours a day. Mm. Yeah. I, but for well, sure, like eight or nine for yeah any age. Um, Because it actually, I think the chart that he showed us was based on the average amount of sleep, not how much sleep you should get, but it was the average amount of sleep. And like babies, it was, I think like close to like, 16 or like seven, 16 to 18 range. Um, and then it just like went down, down, like it just had like drops and then kind of had like a little plateau and then dropped again. Once you get to like, uh, I want to say like 25 or so it dropped again. And then <laughs> once you're like in your sixties and seventies, it was like four hours of sleep. Dang. How much sleep do you get every night? On average, um, on average, I'd probably say like five. You need to sleep more. <laughs> five, five to five and a half. I would probably say, dude, that's that is not okay. <laughs> but it's like I wake up and I'm fine. Yeah, because you're 19. Yeah. Well, okay. Mm, maybe close five and a half to six. I would say. You need to sleep more, dude. But then, like, if you take into account, like, the hood jobs, I'd say probably five and a half. Yeah. And you know what will help you in school? Is sleeping. Because your memory is made, is solidified when you sleep. I already have horrible memory. Yeah. Because you don't sleep enough. <laughs> you need to sleep, like, eight hours a night. See, but, like, <clears throat> I don't know. It, like, definitely, I like my school schedule because it allows me to sleep a little bit more and allows me to get more sleep if I do have hood jobs. But, um, yeah, like if I stay in bed, like to a certain time, I feel so Go lazy. Go to bed earlier. I have, I think I've, I'm starting to do that. So and I'm not like I sleep perfectly. I get like six to seven. Mm-hmm. So I want to get at least eight hours of sleep a night. And it's like, well, if I want to do that, but I want to be up at five, at least by 5 a.m. every morning. I need to go to bed at nine every night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, then do it, you know? Like, yeah. And Christina sees it now. When she was at, just working, it doesn't take much mental effort to do the job she was doing. Not that it was, you know, it wasn't like you had to, like, do insane math or, like, yeah. you know, solve insane problems. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, work, just regular work. Yeah. And so she was tired, but it wasn't like a, I don't know, just just tired. It's like, well, if you, but now she is really hitting her with school. Mm-hmm. Now she's like insanely tired. Yeah. Because your, your mind's working. It's like, you have to be on a sleep schedule. And uh, like s- adults should sleep train themselves mm-hmm. to be on a schedule. Like her mother-in-law, she doesn't get any sleep. It's like, well, you have to like train yourself to be on a schedule. Yeah. And uh, what I was going to say there is... Um, 
Ah, I was going to say something. I totally forgot, though. <clears throat> Super smart people like Einstein and um, Thomas Edison, mm-hmm. when they were working on really big projects, on average, they would get, they would sleep only two hours a day. Dang. Yeah. But if you did that forever, I think, I'm pretty sure you would die. <laughs> yeah. What's the longest you've gone without sleeping? Um, uh, I don't know. Pro- uh, well, uh, it was probably like a time, <clears throat> which was pretty recently, where I went two and a half days, almost three, I think. Yeah, yeah I was sleeping. I think I went three days in Max's commission when we were on our mission trip. Dang. And I slept for 16 hours the next day when we got home. <laughs> they got home from Honduras. I slept 16 hours. That was a dream I had where I was in it for so long, I thought it was real life. Oh, yeah. And it was the one that I had where um, everyone I knew in life, even just knew their face, was dead. Ugh. That was a scary dream. Just like that for like 16 hours. Yeah. And I had to go, like I had to go to work still. I had to go, I had to go through life knowing absolutely nobody. Not even recognizing a single face. They were all dead. That's horrible. I think I would kill myself if that actually happened. (laughs) Um, Sorry, I'm like I'm actually I'm going on my uh my psych PowerPoint um for like sleep and stuff. Yeah. Uh and then we kinda we talked about like problems with sleeping. So like insomnia. Um and then <clears throat> also sleep apnea and narcolepsy. Yep. Which narcolepsy is crazy. Like that would suck. Is that where you start laughing and you fall asleep? No, that's where you uh you immediately fall into REM sleep. Really? That's another thing. Yeah, the thing that I brought up uh to you the other day with REM sleep, how it's actually um it's like the closest thing to a paradox or like an actual like a real life. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Contradiction. You could be in REM sleep right now. Yeah. Well, technically, uh, so like with the four stages of sleeping. So you have um, like your waking. So right now, like how we're yeah awake, talking, communicating, everything, and then you have um, you're just like in stage one. You're like a light sleep, and then stage two, um, <clears throat> you're not you're not in REM sleep, but you're still like, it's like you have uh like bursts of activity. Um, and then stage three and four, that's like when you're in like a deep sleep, but then REM sleep goes back and, <clears throat> um, 
you're back basically at your waking stage because so like how sleeping is, it's like a 90 minute cycle to go through all the stages. Yeah. Um, and then once you reach REM sleep, that's like the top of the cycle or essentially like the last kind of first and last, um, stage. I guess it's like the, the starting point again of another cycle instead of the waking stage, you're at the REM, you're in REM sleep. Yeah, so it goes 90 minutes <clears throat> rim. You hit the bottom of the hill, and then stage one is the top of the hill. Yeah. So it takes 90 minutes to go to the bottom, and then another 90 to come back to the top, mm-hmm. which is why they say you should you should, um, <clears throat> you should, should. it's easier to wake up at certain intervals. Yeah. So, like, I always set my, that's roughly three hours, All right, 90 minutes, an hour and a half each. Mm-hmm. So I always set my um, my alarm for on a on an even number. Mm. So it's more likely that I'll be not in my deepest stage of sleep when I wake up. Mm-hmm. So like if I want to wake up at six and it's one o'clock, I w- wake up at five instead of six, or I'll stay mm. up till two, wake up at six. Yeah, and it's it's, it's easy, it is easier to wake up that way. Yeah, and then also like REM sleep, <clears throat> that's basically when we're in our waking stage. So our brain thinks that we're awake because yeah. we're dreaming and stuff like that. Um, and there's a, like just like a lot more brain activity. Um, and so that makes us think that we're ri- we're awake. We're not really awake. So that's like the closest thing. rich for a second. <laughs> I mean, it can. <laughs> Um, but that's like the closest thing to like a real life contradiction. Yeah. Um, dude, why people always talk about like, oh, I, I had sleep paralysis and it was the scariest thing. And it is scary, but you have sleep paralysis every single night. Mm-hmm. It's when, um, because like your, your brain, like you're, you're just, I'm just recapping what you're saying. Your brain is, is operating as if you're awake. And so yeah. if you don't have sleep paralysis, you'll do what you would do in real life. Yeah. Which is crazy. So the, my psychology teacher, the one I took the most classes with, she, uh, she came to Stan from, um, Stanford. Mm -hmm. And she was like on the, she was in the, one of the heads of of the psychology department at Stanford, which means she was like, really like well established, well known. Yeah. She worked in a sleep lab for a long time. And uh, so these people in the sleep lab, they couldn't, they did not ever have sleep paralysis. And she said one time when her and her partner were switching shifts, as they were switching shifts, and as soon as she walked in the the sleep lab, one of the patients had stood up on the bed and dove straight in up in the air and straight on top of his head, and he ended up being fine <laughs> because he didn't have sleep paralysis. And it's like, dude, you you need sleep paralysis. Yeah. But it is scary. I never had it, but I heard it's scary when you wake up and you still have it. Yeah. I think what that's when um <clears throat> uh, is it when like you're never mind. I can't think of like what it really is without knowing if I'm right or wrong. So I don't really want to say anything. Someone's car going off. 
keep talking about sleep. I'm gonna check if it's mine. <laughs> um, oh, it did just go off. Um, anyway, uh, and then like, uh, just another thing that we talked about was uh, sleepwalking and like the whole thing about oh, you should never wake a sleepwalker. Yeah, I heard that's a myth. Yeah, it is. It there, it's not going to do anything. Like you should like gradually try. You shouldn't like shake them. Be like, wake up. Yeah. Because I mean, that's going to scare anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, you should just like gradually, like, hey, like, go back to bed. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. Like, it's not. They're not going to like freak out or anything. So like, yeah, that's a myth. But um. <clears throat> uh. What was I going to say? Do you believe in hypnosis? Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. Uh, my uh, my professor is actually really skeptical about it. And whether it's you're actually in a state of hypnosis or it's more you want to believe that you are and you kind of, you more act it out rather than you're actually under hypnosis. No, I don't think so. Because I think hypnosis will, will work on him. I don't know. Like, I kind of, I want to see if it's going to work on me to see if it's real. That I feel like that's the only way where I'll truly believe um, if, like, if hypnosis is, like, a real thing. Yeah. Um, even if you weren't in literal hypnosis, it still works for people. What do you mean? Like they're acting it out. Oh yeah, it still works. Which that's like vitamin C, like the studies I found on vitamin C and its effects on colds and stuff. Yeah, they're like it doesn't do anything to your body, but it still works because it's a placebo. Yeah, so people think it works. So <clears throat> if you think it works, and take it. You know, there's no harm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I do. I do believe in hypnosis. There's actually a story about which kind of makes me like believe in hypnosis and everything because it was really weird. It actually happened to one, one of Haley's friends. Um, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was gore or I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think it was gore, but, uh, it was one of our other friends, um, where, they were at, it might've been their grad night and they had a, um, oh, yeah. a guy there. My sister there. had that at her graduation. Yeah. They had a guy there, uh, hypnotizing people. Yeah. But he wasn't a part of it. He was in the crowd and he got hypnotized and, um, it was, she said that it was so weird because he looked like he was just like dead in the eyes and that he was just like looking through him and everything. And so they actually took him to the uh, hypnosis and like he had to like snap him out of it and stuff like that. So that's kind of what makes me like more believe that it's true. Yeah. But I want to see if like I can get hypnotized. My sister's story is they had a, I'm, I'm positive it was the same guy. I'm sure he does all these yeah. graduation <laughs> parties. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like her friend did it. She was up on the stage with him and, um, he, uh, like she acted out like she was having a baby and had to like rush to the hospital mm-hmm. to act like chickens, which I think is like is a common thing. Yeah. And, um, 
like later they were talking to her like she knew what happened and she's like what like what are you guys talking about like this is kelsey got hypnotized no her or friend. just oh her friend so they're laughing like oh that was funny when you did that she's like when did i do that see i like, i want to experience that she's like, i don't remember any of that yeah and i could see like the stigma behind oh it's fake it's like oh act like a chicken it's like oh it's easy to start acting like a chicken yeah but people do some crazy stuff and there's hypnotherapy too mm-hmm. which is i'm sure why your professor brought it up yeah but we we didn't really i took a counseling theory class last semester we didn't really go into that but um it's on psychology today it's it's a guided hypnosis or a trance-like state of focus and concentration achieved with the help of a clinical hypnotherapist this trance-like state is similar to being completely absorbed in a book, movie, music, or even one's own thoughts or meditation. In this state, clients can turn their attention completely inward to find and utilize the natural resources deep within themselves that can help them make changes or regain control in certain areas of life. So it's not like this mindlessness. It's like extreme mindfulness. Yeah. Huh. And then, <clears throat> um, we should get a uh, hypno- hypnotist on here. Yeah, well, we should. Because I, I want to see if I can get hypnotized. Might catch that Kundalini though. Do you never know? <laughs> That's fine. Honestly, I um, wonder if he like he'll be like, now you have the Kundalini, and you I start, start flipping out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, I had another thing too because he was talking about this one riddle, and I don't you <clears throat> you might have been told it before by like your psych professors, but uh, that's wrong notebook. Um, this one was really cool because sorry, I'm trying to find it right now. You're gonna pull out like a confetti can or something right now yeah let me find it real quick <laughs> oh do you have to have an adapter for everything yeah is it annoying no it's actually like it's pretty nice um and like it doesn't get pulled out every time i pull a flash drive out it's actually like stuck in there pretty well oh wow um where are you trying flexing with the macbook air <laughs> yours is I don't know, mine will be seven years old next year. So mine is like seven years older than yours. When did you get that? Last year. Oh, okay. On my birthday. We get it. Your parents are rich. <laughs> okay. I think I... Oh, there it is. Found it. Finally. <laughs> that, dude, that's like a huge notebook. <laughs> it took you that long to find? Okay. I have like a whole bunch of... I have... <laughs> I'm like, man, that's like a small like flash drive for another <laughs> class. It's a freaking notebook. Um, so it goes. <clears throat> I'll write it on the on the board for you. Okay. What is this for? Uh, this is for psych. I'll tell you like a story behind it because it has to do with sleep. Hang on, we'll, we'll see if you can take the microphone with you. Is it like a, a? It's not a super big one. Is it a text though? Yeah. Okay, so I'll just. Is this, is this playing a chord here? Is it? 
Okay. I feel like a game show host. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Solve this riddle. <laughs> All right. So I'll just write down what what it says. So it goes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's a picture of you with your mustache. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a mustache manner. That's uh from the time being, this is what um our this place is gonna be called. Mustache manor? Yeah. Ooh, since we have I mustaches. Like it. Okay, so it says this is part of an infinite sequence. He's writing as fast as he can, so he's not wasting a bunch of time. Infinite. This is part of an infinite sequence. Proud of a, a spell sequence for a little while. Okay, and then it goes O T T F F S S dash dash. It says give the next two letters. This is part. That's all it is. Of an infinite sequence. Yeah. I don't know the answer. Um, he actually he gave this to us because he wants. I, I feel really official just doing this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just standing up with the mic. Because he wants to what? Um, because he wants to see if it's if the answer is going to come to us in a dream. Because that's when he was um, still like in college and everything. Yeah. Um, and going, I think it was when he was going through his master's program and in one of his psych classes, uh, the professor gave this riddle and it didn't come to him until he f- had a dream about it. I'm going to say a B is the <clears throat> next two letters. Why? Cause infinite sequence can be anything. Hey, it could be one, two, it could be 34 and 35. It's not an infinite sequence of numbers. It's not an infinite sequence of letters. It's not an infinite sequence of symbols. It could be anything. You, put a, you can draw a picture of me right there two times or one time or 30 times. Yeah. But then uh, also he... My knee-jerk answer is A-B. Uh, he had um, a student of his. So this was, I think he said like a, um, a few years ago or like a couple years ago, something like that. Um. He gave him this riddle too. Yeah. And uh, the student came back to the next class and said, I know the last two of the sequence. I know it now. I just looked it up. And don't tell me because I. You don't know it? No, I don't. You would. Um, I would have I never. <laughs> um, never have guessed that. He said that I had a dream that we were, I think he said like at a car dealership. And. Um, he said, like, I saw you walk into the dealership and he was like, Hey, uh, Hey, like, how you doing? And he said that you didn't even answer me. You just walked in and then you walked out and you got into like your new Ferrari and, uh, drove away. And he's like, the only reason why I found that out, why I found the last two was because it was written on your license plate. And he said, and then, uh, my professor, he was like, you're exactly right. That's the last two. He's like, so why is that? He's like, I don't know. He didn't know why it's in the sequence? He didn't know why it was in the sequence. He just knew that that was the last two. So he's like, 
that's pretty like my professor was saying that it's pretty crazy that you have something in your brain telling you that this is the right sequence, but you don't have like a rational part yeah. to it. You yeah. don't know why it's why it's there, but you know that it's the last two of the sequence. What do you think it is? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously it's letters, right? Yeah, it is letters. Um, what do you think of when you think of infinite? Like the infinity sign. Okay. What else do you think of? I don't know. <laughs> Forever. What else do you think of? Uh, like dots. <laughs> what else do you think of? <laughs> Man, you're not good in this. I see O-T-T-F-F-S-S. Forget that. When you think of infinite, what do you think of? It goes on forever. But like, <laughs> but what like, goes on forever? What's your knee jerk? What 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 thing goes on forever when you immediately think of infinite? Oh, uh, like numbers. Okay, that's it. All you need to solve this riddle is that thought of infinite and those letters. <laughs> See the next like five hours of, and this of course podcast. I'm telling you this because I just I solved I solved it by looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> the next five hours of this podcast is going to be me <laughs> trying to figure this out. <laughs> but it's really simple. It's just O T T F F S S. I'll tell you the two. I'll tell you the two after that. What are the two after? It goes O T T F F S S blank blank T E T T. T E T T. So it goes blank, blank, T E T. I'm I'm putting I'm helping it down here. T blank blank T E T. No T E T T F F S S E N. T, T, T. I mean, I can go on forever because it's infinite. So I feel. <sighs> you feel like what? <laughs> You're getting all adjusted now. Oh, Do you think the answer is in there? What I just gave you, even though I, even though I said blank. Yeah, it is. I'm not gonna tell you again though. <sighs> I have a riddle for you. Tell me. And if you pass this riddle, we are closing up shop and we're never podcasting again. <laughs> a woman is at her mother's funeral when suddenly she sees a man so handsome, she instantly falls in love with her. Unfortunately, she never got a chance to talk to the man. The next day, the woman kills her sister. What was the motive of the woman killing her sister? She wanted to see the man again. That's it. We're shutting this down. You, have you heard that before? Mm-mm. You've never heard this riddle before. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have. Okay, dude. <laughs> I, I actually, I heard it on My Favorite Murder. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like, uh, if you answer the way that I did, you're, you're a psychopath. Or yeah, you're a psychopath. I've, I, I didn't get it right the first time I heard it. I, I didn't either. Or did I? I think my answer was because she's a psychopath. I think... <sighs> I don't know what what I answered. 
Yeah, I know that if you answer the way I did, it it means that you're a psychopath. Yeah. Because she wanted to see him again. Yeah. If you got this correctly the first try, you have the mind of a psychopath. <laughs> Let's look up unsolved riddles. Mental flaws. Eleven of history's toughest riddles. You sound like, uh, what's that, like, that one, uh, YouTuber, um... That one guy we watched that one time was Sunny Guys Yeah. This man went into the house and never <laughs> came back. What could have possibly gone wrong? It was like so exaggerated. If you would have asked me, I never would have gone in that house. Yesterday I had McDonald's. And like he'll say <laughs> stuff that's like normal talking, you know? Like, yeah. And he'll say it in that tone. <laughs> oh, gosh. That, like, it annoys me so much. Anyone who's gotten lost in the Middle Earth knows that J.R.R. Tolkien loved a logic puzzle. The riddle competition <laughs> this between... This was starting the riddle. I was like, what? No. The riddle competition between Bilbo Baggins and Gollum in The Hobbit stirs up several mind-bending morsels, the trickiest of which might be voiceless, it cries, wingless, it flutters, toothless, bites, mouthless, mutters. Wind. What? Have you heard that before? No. Is it wind? Yeah. <laughs> I just heard like toothless bites. I just kind of thought. Wait, what were the first ones? Voiceless, it cries. Wingless, it flutters. Huh. Toothless bites, mouthless mutters. Okay, I'm just gonna. Yeah, it's over there. <laughs> this one's called the Mad Hatter's Dirty Trick. One of the most famously liter one of the most famous liter dang it. One of the most famous <laughs> literary riddles in literature is also the most <clears throat> frustrating because it came without an answer. In Alice's adventures in Wonderland, the Mad Hatter poses this puzzle to Alice. Why is a raven like a writing desk? Does it say like there's a possible answer on there? Preacher's desire for closure was an insensitive optimist for some dream of an answer that later appeared in the preface. He made up an answer for it. Okay. Why um, is a raven like a writing desk? <clears throat> I don't know. I want to say, I don't know. Uh, You can write good poetry. Mm. He I says in the preface of the later edition, he says it can, it may as well be put on record here that it seem, what seems to me to be a fairly appropriate answer. The answer is because it can produce a few notes, though they are very flat, and it's never put the wrong end in front. It's never put with the wrong end in front. This, however, is merely an afterthought. The riddle, as originally invented, had no answer at all. Oedipus complex problem. <laughs> the Oedipus complex problem. <laughs> Wait, is it, is it Oedipus? Is it O-E-D? Yeah. Have you ever read Oedipus Rex? No. Uh, Oedipus? Dude, this is spelled Oedipus. Yeah, it's... Oedipus. I, I, 
Oedipus, it, I read the uh, Oedipus Rex in <clears throat> my sophomore year. It's really, it's yeah, gross. Rex, yeah. It's gross? Yeah, at the very end. And Sophocles, Sophocles, Oedipus Rex, the title character must answer to the Sphinx to save his own life and continue his journey to Thebes. Spoiler, he nails it. The monster asks, what walks on four feet in the morning, two in the afternoon, and three at night? Don't tell me. I don't know it. You don't know it? What walks on four feet in the morning, two in the afternoon, and three at night? Um. Ah, you don't know it? Man is the answer. As an infant, he crawls on all fours. As an adult, oh. he walks on two legs. And in old age, he uses a walking stick. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm skipping Harry Potter because I haven't seen all of it yet. <laughs> Oedipus Rex. Like, it takes place back in like Greek mythology. Basically, Is that when it was written? Huh? Is that when it was written? Uh, I don't think that's when it was written, but that's when it takes place. Oh. But basically, like, he ends up uh, having sex with his mom. First performed in 429 BC. Huh. Let's do one more. Um, let's go to number 11. Number 11. Number 11. Einstein's fishy puzzle. <laughs> the so-called Einstein's riddle asks a simple question. Who owns the fish? It may not have been written by Einstein. Sometimes it's attributed to Lewis Carroll. And it's highly likely that neither of them wrote it at all. <laughs> Occasionally, some versions feature other animals like zebras instead of a fish. But regardless of its origins, the riddle is a tough one. So the riddle is who owns the fish? Here's the setup. <coughs> there are five houses in five different colors. In each house lives a person with a different nationality. These five owners drink a certain type of beverage, smoke a certain brand of cigar, and keep a certain pet. No owners have the same pet, smoke the same brand of cigar, or drink the same beverage. The question is, who owns the fish? These are your hints. The Brit lives in the Red House. The Swede keeps dogs as a pet. The Dane drinks tea. The greenhouse is on the left of the White House. The greenhouse's owner drinks coffee. The person who smoked, the person who smokes Paul Mall rears birds the owner of the yellow house smokes dunhill which is a fantastic tobacco by the way the man living in the center of the house in the center house drinks milk the norwegian lives in the first house the man who smokes blends lives next to the one who keeps cats the man who keeps horses lives next to the man who smokes dunhill the owner who smokes blue master drinks beer the german smokes prince the Norwegian lives next to the blue house. The man who smokes blend has a neighbor who drinks water. 
by any chance, do you know what nationality owns a fish? No. <laughs> it's a German. What? Uh, there's an entire HTML page telling you why. So <laughs> it involves tables and numbers what? and question marks and abbreviations. So I'm not going to read it. What the heck? Oh. All right, last one, then we're going to finish this podcast up. <laughs> Think hard. Another oldie but goodie originated in 18th century England, though you might know it from Die Hard with a Vengeance. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Each wife had seven sacks. Each sack had seven cats. Each cat had seven kits. Kits, cats, sacks, and wives. How many were there going to St. Ives? Wouldn't it be seven? Eight. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was reading the answer. Nope. Not eight. Is it like a complex answer? Nope. Or is it just like, is it a number? Yeah. And it's not eight? Nope. It's a trick question. All right. What is it? One. If the narrator meets the group on the way to St. Ives, then they must be going in the opposite direction. And the math calculations are simply a bit of trickery meant to misdirect. I'm disappointed with that one. Fine, then we'll do Plato's ancient head scratcher. Because <laughs> that, that doesn't mean that they're going the opposite way. Exactly. In the Republic, which is a classic work by by Plato. The philosopher Plato makes reference to a famous Greek riddle credited to someone named Panacrees. Or Pancreas. <laughs> but it's Panacrees. There's a story that a man and not a man saw and did not see a bird and not a bird, perched on a branch and not a branch, and hit him and did not hit him with a rock and not a rock. Wait, what? What's it asking? Explain this. Explain this paragraph in in a way that makes sense. So reword this paragraph to make sense or explain it. There's a story that a man and not a man saw and did not see a bird and not a bird, perched on a branch and not a branch, and hit him and did not hit him with a rock and a not a rock. Would it be a, a man and a woman? Close. You're on the right track. A man and a boy? Man and a son? Was I closer with woman? You're closer with a woman and a man and not a woman, yeah. Or man and woman. You want the answer? Yeah. A eunuch who did not see well saw a bat perched on a reed and threw a pumice stone at him, which missed. So a man and not a man, which is a eunuch, saw and did not see, didn't, couldn't see very well, a bird and not a bird, which is a bat, perched on a branch and not a branch, which is a reed, 
and hit him and did not hit him. He missed him with a rock and not a rock, which is a pumice stone. Hmm. You can be forgiven for not coming up with that off the top of your head. In Greek, the verb for to hit can also indicate throwing something with the intention of hitting it. It's weird. I had a feeling that he threw something and missed. <laughs> That's all I know is he threw something, he ain't hit it. <laughs> the one that started it all. There's a debate over who wrote this first riddle, but the ancient civilization of Sumer is certainly responsible for one of them. Sumerians' contrib- contribution to the legacy, Sumerians' contribution to the legacy of logic problems. There is a house. One enters it blind and comes out seeing. What is it? <laughs> one, wait, one enters it, enters it blind and comes out seeing? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of like a big like eyeglass lens. <laughs> or like a big contact. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. That's cool. Uh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. It does make sense. You know why? Why? That's the answer. <laughs> you can. Well, you have any other thoughts? Actually, I don't. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. Email us at stillwillpod at gmail.com. You can give us a call at 209-250-7527. There you go. 209-250-7527. Uh, <laughs> leave us some riddles. Uh, let it, let us know about your sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the amount of sleep that I get is alarming? <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> do you think Ginger's are, will be, and should be eradicated by 2050. Let us know what you think. Should you should be a purge? Would it help? Yeah. What do you, yeah, what do you guys think if there was, if there would be an actual purge? Yeah. But most importantly, just keep, just keep on like, like scratch and sniffing. Just scratching. I'm just going to, I'm just going to rub just... my mustache on the mic this time. <laughs> <laughs> scratch it and then just smell in the sweet aroma of deep conversation. That little scratch and sniff. Yeah, just just keep on scratching. <laughs>